following program is a collection of stooges talking about the happenings in the automotive detailing industry. It is meant to be comedic and informative. The opinions expressed on the show do not necessarily reflect the reliefs of their peers, their boss, or their ad partners. There may be some cuss words because that's how grown-ups talk in the real world. If you are a young, please seek permission before watching or listening any further. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and it has been a minute. Man, I'm sorry, guys, if you are like, what the hell is going on with the podcast? He's not putting them out anymore. Um, we did that last one with Jerry. Um, and last weekend, as some of you all may know, um, I, we did have to put Bane down. He was just, uh, you know, getting to that point. It was better for him. And then I was off to Atlanta for a cheer competition. So, uh, it was a crazy weekend. Um, got back Monday, hardly had any sleep. Uh, Monday's usually when I start trying to figure out, uh, what's on your mind Wednesday. So that didn't happen until Tuesday. Couldn't, uh, find any good topics, uh, reached out to the discussion group. You guys came up with some great topics, but nobody was available to do one. So, I just said, fuck it. We'll skip one. Won't won't kill us. Um, but here we are. We're back with a Q&A. I've got a, a, a great guest. Um, we'll get to to Angela here in a, in a few, but we've got to go through the things first. So you guys know the detailsolutionspodcast.com. Um, that's the website where you can find pretty much everything that's related to the podcast. You can find all the links on where you can listen to it, although you are listening to it. But if you're just stumbling across it, if you go there, you can find the other the other links, places where you can listen to it. Um, also, our social media. And, um, and then we have the preferred vendor page. Our preferred vendor page is our wonderful ad partners that sponsor us to help, uh, you know, with bringing it, all together the way that we do it. So it's not just a total audio podcast. We have the means to do the videos and um, do the different backgrounds and the commercials and stuff like that. Travel that is going to happen this year. And uh, so go give them a look. <clears throat> um, there's a description of exactly what their businesses are or what their um, brands are. Uh, with a link that will take you directly to their um, website. Uh, when you order from them or get signed up with them, just make sure that you know, that you re yeah, say that again. Just make sure that you let them know that you heard about it from the Detail Solutions podcast. Um, that way, they'll give you a little bit of a savings, a little bit of discount. That way, when you spend some money with them, they'll spend money with us. I'll bring you that funny hashtag money money funny. Um, what else? We also have the, the drip shop. 
<clears throat> where you can get some t-shirts, some hoodies, the hat, um, all the cool stuff. If you actually want to wear the merch, um, we do, uh, well, I'm a little bit behind, but I'm trying to catch up. You guys have to, like I told you before, you're going to have to give me a little bit. It's a one man show now. Um, so we do have the YouTube. It's the detail solutions podcast one, like the, the, the actual number one, um, because I decided I did not want to try and um, retrieve the the old the old site um, with all the things on there. You know what? Clean, fresh start. <clears throat> Let's just move forward with uh, with the stuff that's going on now. Um, I did, however, retrieve or uh, reactivate the TikTok. So that is the Detail Solutions Pod because there was more stuff that I did on there than Jason did. I just deleted the stuff that, um, that he was a part of. Um, and I will try to get some stuff up on there too. Um, the first travel that I'm going to do this year is going to be the Reds, um, Jess Car slash Angel Wax training event. That's going to be May 3rd through the 5th. Um, I'm going to be there. I'm going to come up um, to Reds. I'm going to bring podcast equipment. I'm going to hang out with Tommy and Rain and Noxie and anybody else that's there and do some podcasting while I'm there. So if you're interested in that, um, you guys hit up Tommy. Uh, he's the one, I guess, that you have to run through um, to do that event. But that is May 3rd through the 5th. Um, so that is just a couple of months away. Um, please go like, share, follow, subscribe, hit that notification button anywhere that you are listening to us. Um, it'd be great if you'd write a review. Um, Apple, Spotify, give five stars. Apple, you could actually write a review. That'd be really cool. I had one a couple of weeks ago. It was really nice. Um, made me feel good. And yeah. So let's do a commercial break and we'll be back with uh, Angela Gillum. We'll be right back. Bond is a leading provider of tent, paint protection film, and ceramic coatings. Experience the transformation as you cool down your vehicle and elevate its curb appeal with Audubon's window tent. Ditch rock chips and scratches by fortifying your paint with Audubon's cutting edge paint protection film. And for an additional safeguard, add a ceramic coating. Backed by an unwavering lifetime warranty, Audubon's products form automotive armor with no limits. Visit AudubonFilms.com to delve deeper into the realm of automotive care and protection. And we're back with Angela. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So some of you guys remember, might remember Angela was just on a couple of weeks ago, a month ago now maybe, um, as part of the um, episode we did on mentorship um, and uh, scrambling, uh, looking for guests. And she... Uh, she put up the uh, our tribute <laughs> sign, so <laughs> yeah. volunteered as tribute. So I brought her on because because uh, I uh, thought uh, it'd be good to bring her back on and and hear her story. So, so listen, I, you know the, the 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 first question that I ask everybody is the the where, the when, the how, the why did you get into detailing? Oh God, um, the where I honestly. It goes back a ways, but I, I originally started in cars. I wanted to I w lived a little life, and I ended up in Job Corps uh -huh. and went through the whole UAW program and became an ASE certified for auto body 
like to be an auto body tech. And so when I got out of there, I was like, okay, can't get into painting boats because most women can't. So this would have been in 2006. And okay. so I ended up at a body shop and was just detailing, doing like little nibs and everything like that out of freshly painted cars. And then I got sick and I was like, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. So I went to college, you know, and so this all also based in Washington, okay. but um, then I went to college and I just told my boss, cause I was working for Salvation Army and I was like, yo, I was like, I'll give you six months after I graduate then I'm finding something else. And so I did that. And um, I saw online an ad for a boat detailer and I was like, well, that sounds easy. So <laughs> I did that and it was not rocket science at all. Yeah. And so as I was working for a lady that seemed to me at the time was like the best around, okay. um, she also treated us really bad. So I went from that company to another one and slowly made my, my way south back to Tacoma from Seattle. And then finally some stuff happened with my boss in Gig Harbor. And I told my mom, I was like, yo, I was like, I'm good at what I do. Like, I'm actually really good at what I do. I was like, I think it's time for me to, to start. So that's like the minimized yeah. abridged. Well, well, I want to go back to why, why couldn't you paint a boat as a woman in 2006? Well, was there just not a lot of, I tried. Yeah. There's just not a lot of like women in that industry. Okay. And um, the place that it's actually kind of funny now, because the place that I applied to when I was like 18, like right after high school, is called Martinek Marine. They have now gone bankrupt, right? Oh, okay. um, but I didn't know that for the longest time. I didn't know until one day I was at my parents' boat and I was like, why is the boatyard empty? And my dad's like, it went bankrupt in 2014. And I'm asking him in 2019. Gotcha. So <laughs> it's a little little off, but I haven't seen, um, I think there's more women coming into the industry. Um, there's definitely more women detailers in the, I want to say the Pacific Northwest than I've seen anywhere else, okay. like for specifically for boats. Right. So, so that, that's kind of cool. And some of them I look up to and some of them I'm just like, yeah, you guys are good. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't argue with the people just, you know, if they do a good job and I do a good job and I can throw somebody their way. Cause I don't want to drive two hours. Right, right. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, so, so you know, let me ask you, cause I, I don't, I don't do boats. I don't get a lot of call for boats. Like I don't want yeah. them. Like I'm not even going to put that out into the universe or anything like that. Yeah. Like all of a sudden I'm going to start getting a lot of boats, but I mean like down here in Florida, right? Like mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot of boats. So yeah. I mean, up where you guys are, I mean, cause, cause I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, obviously you guys are by the ocean and whatnot. Right. But I wouldn't, yeah think that there's a lot of boating going on up there because it rains like 12 months out of the year so there's a it's a different kind of boating so like in in florida like i had the opportunity to work in florida last year for a little bit okay. and we've also lived on a boat where we did the icw down all the way to florida and left for lauderdale to the bahamas so that that kind of boating is totally different right out here it's more you got like we got old boats, we got new boats, we got like people that, that really just boat a ton. And they there's people that also live aboard their boats as well. So there, I okay. think when I was at the yacht club or talking to this guy in the yacht club, I think he said something like between here and Seattle or over 11,000 boats or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, I mean, I currently just have to
I do like two or three boats a, a week or not a week, a month. And I'm fine. Okay. Like I can still hit like a five figure income right there. Oh, wow. So, but, but we're talking like, like my bread and butter being like between like 60, 70 feet, maybe 40 feet. If I want to go on a small size. Yeah. So you're not, but doing, I don't do, you're the, not doing do the boats. Ones. You're doing boats, <laughs> you know, cause, <laughs> cause that's the thing, right? Like down here, it's, it's more <laughs> like, kind of like personal watercraft boats. So they're like, you know, yeah. mostly at least where I'm in, in, in central Florida, because it's more lakes, okay. you know, it's more like, you know, you got mm -hmm. like the bass boats and you got like the, the ski boats. And then, you know, like mm -hmm. the kind of like the, I guess like the 24 footers, you know, 30 footer cruise cruiser yeah. type, you know, bow boats or whatever. Um, now I know like South where Giancarlo is, he gets, you know, a lot of like, boats yeah. you know <laughs> like yeah, the, the big stuff so the big boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i mean there, there, we do have some some pretty big like center consoles around here because they will go out the, yeah. the ocean's only you know an hour hour and a half one you know e either way whether the ocean or the yeah. gulf kind of thing for deep sea fishing or whatever um well i think it's funny because when i was in florida like this last year it was actually the, one of the last boats i worked on before i came home was um a hundred forty foot boat like a brand new custom bill from Italy, and its tow dinghy was a forty two foot uh, HTV, <laughs> and all I'm thinking is like, okay, my parents have a forty two foot sailboat that we lived on. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, and that's the <laughs> and it's just like yeah. this is his tow yeah. behind. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So so that is a little different. I mean, there are boats that are big, but they're not nearly as big as like right what's in florida at least not where i am but i mean i think the average size boat around here is probably about like 65 feet that's that's so big that's they're, they're, yeah and and there's a lot of surface on them and so i don't ever really want to ever touch a car again so hopefully nobody calls me to do a car because that's just not like, yeah where i'm yeah. comfortable <laughs> right, but, right. And, I, and i always think it's so funny talking to people because they're like i hate boats and i i mean i've had some really fun conversations with people where they've been like I'm pissed off when I have to pull out the step stool and I'm like, we're literally hanging from stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. You're like, over you're like Tom Cruise and mission impossible being lowered yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm always like hesitant, like my first walk or my first climb of the, of the season, which usually happens in like early January and mid February where I'm just climbing the rails of the boat just to get up to where I need to get to just, right. I'm not tall. Like I'm five, five. Like I, yeah. Like we'll get the luxury of just being pulling out a ladder all the time. Right, right. So, so, so when you first started doing boats, from like you know, going from cars to boats, like what was your kind of initial reaction or thoughts of you know the difference of the two? Because they they oh, are completely okay. different. I mean, gel coat yeah. is gel coat's a little more forgiving, you know, um, mm -hmm. usually. Usually, yeah, I think, I don't think I really had too much of a thought because there was so much time in between doing cars at a body shop and then going to boats. Um, but what I do remember is just like, this is fun. That's all I yeah. thought was like, this is fun. <laughs> and, it, and I think a lot of that comes into being outside, you're on the water, you get to see a lot of, like in where I am, we get to see a lot of really cool stuff. And so I think okay. that's really probably my thought process. When I have done cars, which was last year, I did a few cars when I was in in Florida and I was just thinking, I was like, this sucks. Like I'm inside, I don't get to work <laughs> on my tan. Like I don't talk to anybody. 
I'm not right. talking to myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. like but but then I look at the other side and I'm like, okay, I'm still talking to myself, but I'm outside working on my tan, enjoying the sun. So right, like, right, yeah, showing up in flip flops and yep. and suntan lotion all over your face. As yeah, you got your sunglasses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of funny because people, I've had people come and work for me, and they're in like steel-toed shoes, and we're like, what are you doing? And we all are taking our shoes off working barefoot. And so that's yeah. a big change too. It's like, we don't wear shoes half the time. Right, right. And on, and on, on cars, it's like, oh, you drop a buck or uh-oh. Like here, we're like, oh, just jump a little. And yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't hit you. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, now, I, I feel like, not that I don't like car people, but I feel like some of them are really dainty about like how they, they work. Oh, I'm t- I'm totally. I I would I would be that way. Like I'm 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 like even though I work by myself, like I'm always worried. Like okay, you know, if I accidentally like let my polisher like flip over and it rests mm-hmm. on the you know the pad accidentally touches the the floor for like a split yeah. second, you know, like I'm gonna have like somebody jump from around the corner, and be like, ah, oh, you ruined yeah, that pad. No. You know? <laughs> yeah, you're no longer IDA certified. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> that's not yeah. in the sd <laughs> yeah 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 exactly. kidding keith and everybody i'm joking <laughs> yeah or or you know like it, 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 or whatever right because i mean it's you know you accidentally have something in the in the background of a picture and you know yeah. and, and you know the the the, the the facebook police are zooming in and they're like oh man you got that that back there that's no good yeah you what's know, that yeah. cloth yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this, because this, this yeah. is something that I've never, you know, experienced and because I don't do boats and and <laughs> I've always been curious about is, you know, like you always see the the pictures of the videos of, of boat detailers. Right. And they're they're either like hanging off the side of a boat in the water or they're, you know, standing on a on like a paddle board, you know, kind of <laughs> kind of thing, polishing. And, yeah. and, you know, the, the cords like barely dragging across the water. How do you guys not electrocute yourselves? <laughs> uh, we have, we have GFIs. So okay. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I could get my dad on here to give a whole lecture about it. Cause every yeah. season you have your GFI. Yeah. I've got a GFI. Um, everything pops pretty quickly. Uh, Cause we okay. plug into um, uh, what are they consoles on the, the dock. Our pedestals. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so they all have GFIs built in, but we also buy an adapter that has a GFI on it. So if anything hits the water, everything gets shut really Shuts fast. Down. Gotcha. I mean, I have in the past <laughs> not had a GFI. And I, um, I mean, I have some funny stories about that, but like when I first started, obviously you get what you can afford. And so some of these adapters are pretty expensive. So for me to have um, a GFI adapter, that right there is just under $200 or at the time it was $200. Oh, and that was okay. when I started. And so I was like, well, take your, take your chances, you know, yeah. but for the most part, we're not setting up with, um, I'm really picky about lines and, and power cords and stuff. And so we're not setting up always hanging over the water. Sometimes we have to, but we also, you know, I teach my guys how to tie correctly so that those those points aren't going to be that close to the water. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> I mean, I do have some pictures of me where like I'm lying on like there's I'll put it up on Facebook, but there's two ladders. I'm lying on my back. And the two ladders are in the water. I'm lying on my back on a board and there's like a, an extension cord like in the water, another extension cord in the water. I'm polishing, but my foot is also in the water. 
jeez. Like, oh, <laughs> my friend is like, he's like, how did how'd, how'd that come out? I'm like, it came out great. Like, yeah, everybody's alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be, I mean, I, I know it's different up there, but down here, yeah. I'd be more worried about the alligators biting my foot off than the electric yeah. shock from the, <laughs> the extension cord. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I think I've also just been around long enough know, to know, like, we're not going to just throw our cord, like, yeah. in the water. And and I always know when somebody's new because they'll move something of mine when I've had it set up exactly where it should be. And they'll be like, I'm trying to help. And then we kill power on the entire dock. Like, that happens often. And I'm like, oh, yeah. come on. When when does that, when that happens, is it is, especially with a GFI, right? Like, is it as easy as just... Mm -hmm hitting the reset button and then everything comes yeah. back on okay yeah usually i don't know why the last time we kicked power we we actually did kill like um four four docks on the marina oh, wow. i don't i don't know what happened and i was just like i i don't know i'm just using a heat gun and the guy was like i don't he's like we'll fix it but it was just i think it was something in their yeah. wiring but it was so weird that that just shot the entire like almost like 80 slips wow and i was like eh? oops that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> but it, it it happens you know it's like it, it's not like I don't, it's really kind of dull and boring you're doing the same thing over and over again and on boats we never know like yeah we, we, it's always exciting each day because you never know whether we're going to actually work or not <laughs> so never know if you're going to get shocked today or not <laughs> today's the day hang in there guys yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna show up one day just have like a white so, streak of hair yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no that's that's crazy um so i mean obviously once you started doing it you must have kind of fallen in love with it right because i mean that's yeah primarily all you're doing now yeah i mean i love it like i i mean especially as i'm getting older like i can minimize what i'm doing and i've built my business enough to where i don't have to work all the time but I also, I'm paying attention to my body and the fact that like I'm older and it's falling yeah. apart. I've had some car accidents and stuff like that, that don't help, but I do genuinely like love getting up and going out and being on the water. Like I go in early sometimes cause I, so I don't know if you've been out here, but to gig Harbor, it's like when you go into the Harbor at like seven in the morning and you're watching, like the sun has just come up and it's coming right through the Harbor and you get to see that in the morning at like seven o'clock, it's perfectly calm. And then there's that, like those two kids that go, go out on like the kayaks and everything. You get to watch all that. That's yeah. like, I live for that in the summertime. No, and then, you know, at this, this like sunset is like perfect. Cause it's like you work all day and then you just get to enjoy a sunset and they usually have music in the park. And it's just, it's just different things that I, I think for me that like is more, helpful for my like mental state which i know i talked about before but yeah. um but i think those are things like when you're stuck in a building and you're just like looking at a car and you're polishing a car and you're doing an interior but you don't you only see sunlight when you open that door right. like there's nothing yeah nothing really fun about that's that. that's one of the things that i always missed about working at the car wash was because i was always outside you know there was mm -hmm. always sunlight fresh air you know something going on and that's why i think it's hard for me in my shop now. I mean, like I have a little um, like portable AC slash humidifier, but yeah. in order for it to work, I've got to have the door pulled down. And I yeah. just hate working with the door pulled down because even though I'm inside, like if I've got the door up, at least I can still see sunlight. I can still see people driving through, 
um, our little like warehouse park and everything. And, um, and when I've got that door pulled down, it's like, you know, I don't know if the world's ending outside. Like, you know, like, I don't know if the Martians have come in and like zapping everybody and I'm just going to roll the door up and be like, what the hell happened? You know, while I was in there, you know, that's, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I don't know what's going on. Plus when you got, you know, noise canceling headphones on, you're listening to the music, then you really can't hear anything with the door closed. So, um, so yeah, I, I I totally get that because that's, that is one of the things that, you know, I always leave my door up because it's fresh air. It's still sunlight, you know, um, like days like days like lately where it's actually been kind of cool down here. A little bit of a breeze is kind of nice. Um, although then the flip side is, you know, all the oak trees down here are losing their leaves. So then they blow right into the oh, yeah. shop and then I'm constantly blowing leaves out of the shop all day long. <laughs> yeah. That's I, the I mean, bad part. I think here it's just like, well, the Pacific Northwest is so pretty anyway. Like no matter where you go, even if you're just driving in, like it, it's always pretty. I mean, I've had some of like my worst moments and then been able to be on a boat working and have like some PTSD go on and then be like, oh, look, there's the mountain and be all right and get back to work. So that's kind of a nice thing, but, um, but it's also boats are no joke you know i because i see so many people wanting to get into boats and i'm just like ah but there's so much more than to just like throw a buffer on a boat there's so much more to it (laughs) yeah there definitely is and 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 i mean i give credit to you know the marine detailers out there i mean like i mean i know the bakers you know pretty well and and you know the few times that i have you know, worked on boats and, and primarily it was because, um, uh, a buddy of mine had a client that had a big, um, like 36 foot center console, like fishing boat or whatever. And he asked me to come help him do it. Cause that's just a big ass boat. Yeah. You know, I was calling the bakers and I was like, Hey, how do we do this? And how do we do that? You know, cause it is different than, um, you know, working on a car. You know, even though I have done boats before the car wash or whatever, but it was, you know, at the car wash, it was never to the level of detailing that I do now. So, um, yeah, it is different. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's nice where I am because there's not, there's only a handful of us around. So, uh, like in the, I'd say I'm kind of in the South Puget Sound, um, in Seattle, there's a lot more in Seattle and it's, it's a different ball game up there. When you go to Seattle, everybody's just like, their quantity over quality so everybody's working super fast to get a ton done when you get down to like so basically from like i'm in tacoma and so if we go up to des moines from des moines down everybody's doing quality over quantity and then from des moines up everybody's doing quantity over quality that was something i noticed right away and i was like oh well i can just uh slow down a little bit and do exactly what people want and um or close to instead of trying because they're just trying they're just chasing dollars up there yeah and so it's 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 really interesting when i come up there and work and we're just on a set pace of like okay we're going to be done by friday we're just set pace every day and so another detailer two other detailers come to the same place and they're rushing these jobs and you can see everything that's missed yeah but i think that's the same with and and the and the automotive side too right is you have mm-hmm. 
you have the detailers that are, you know, more about the the quality, you know, and take their time on vehicles to get them done and make sure they're done right. And then you just have, you know, the guys running around just churning and burning, you know. Yeah. Um, I think you'll always have that, you know, and I and 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 I get it. I mean, there's there's um there's there's kind of a place for for both, right? Because you're gonna have right. the people that are willing to pay the money and be like, look, I don't care how long it takes you, just make sure it's done right. And then you got the other people that are like, I, I need it, I need it done. I need it, I need I need my car in like three hours to go to work or whatever, yeah. right? So they're they're looking for, you know, just a quick, cheap, you know, knock it out kind of thing. So I could see the same thing. Um yeah. You know, a couple of times I've have I have had calls for boats is, you know, kind of like, you know, it's Friday. We're like, we're going out on the lake tomorrow. We need to get it cleaned. And like, yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> not, not, not going to happen here. <laughs> so, yeah, you still yeah. got to call me in a timely manner. <laughs> right, right, exactly, exactly. Well, listen, let's take our uh, commercial break, and we'll come back. We'll talk talk a little bit more about boats. We'll be right back. Cool. Fiber is your ultimate partner in automotive detailing. Elevate your detailing game with our premium microfiber towels and applicators, meticulously crafted for protection. Unleash the power of precision and achieve that showroom shine. Auto Fiber, where innovation meets immaculate finish. Upgrade your detailing experience today. Visit autofiber.com and use the code DSP for 10% off your order. The difference is in the details. Okay, so so something I I wanted to talk to you about because I can't remember if you, okay. I can't remember if you brought it up on the mentor thing, but I know I definitely you know when I saw you at MTE when I was there with Kiger and you were talking with him, <laughs> um, and you were talking about PPF and boats, and I was like, yeah. what the fuck, like, people? so so what exactly are you PPFing on? boats i mean are you doing the holes are you just doing like uh, like in inside compartments t-tops like things like that i'm so we do um probably different than what other people would assume we do so we're not doing holes because there's no point in for me there's no point in doing a hole when i can ceramic coat a hole yeah. and get longevity out of the coating. Right. and the warranty for most companies on ppf on a hole is about like two to three years so why not just extend out their ceramic coating gotcha. you know and just like make sure you rejuvenate it do all that stuff that you're supposed to do and so it lasts um because that's a lot of film to put on some of these boats yeah yeah what that's, what, that's what i was curious about <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so what we're doing is um hard tops and so basically high impact places so that's okay. what like uh like your bumper your yeah you know yeah all that shit that they do Eight pillars uh, yeah mirrors. yeah yeah so high impact places on boats would be hard tops upper brows um underneath all the cleats because they can get marring from the lines okay and wherever fenders sit because that can mar the hole okay and so that's what we're doing and then we do exhaust areas so on some boats the last eight feet is like exhaust and so we'll just do the last eight feet on the hull um so that that way we don't have to like grind into the hull too much when we're when we're polishing, we can just pull off that film and it's just the film has been impacted, not the hull. Right. So that's really what it is. And then we do um we do dashes as well. Okay. Which I hate, but it, it saves from somebody having to get a buffer up there and just saves that area and it makes it look really good. Yeah. So um and it's all just uh 
bulking. <laughs> so, oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, just going up there, locking yourself in and just praying that you can get it down before the wind comes up and, uh, and then just trimming everything is just trimming. Wow. So, so I don't, I don't care what any of these other companies say that they can, they can plot that stuff out, but you cannot plot something that is 20 or 30 feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, so how is that with, cause I mean, you know, let's, let's be real, right? Like on the auto side, like it, it is yeah. to me, it's, it's gotten a lot less paint protection film and become a lot more paint perfection film like god forbid if you have a piece of dust yeah. or something in there like you know there so so i mean the I'm fact that you guys else. are doing pieces that big outside mm. in the elements like you know how perfect are you getting it <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't advertise it as perfection. Yeah. We just advertise it as protection. Yeah. So on a car, you're like, yeah, for perfection, get, get PPF, use Autobomb. Yeah. You know, Tony's the guy. Yeah. Right. For us, it's a, uh, you want protection? We, we can get protection. Yeah. And obviously we get it clean. I know there's a, a limit. Like I give myself, I think it's like four spots per piece. Okay. Um, which isn't bad, honestly. Yeah. For a piece that big. Um, and when it comes down, most of those spots that we're hitting, people are not climbing up there to look at it. Yeah. They're not going to come on in and be like, oh, let me double check your work. Let right. me make sure everything seemed perfectly. They just want at least like 98% coverage and, and protection on that surface so that when birds hit it and there's bird shit and there's shit just falling everywhere, it's easy for the person to come and either spray off or clean. Yeah. But it's, it's also really dangerous, you know, like getting up there the second that gets wet because we do it in the rain. And so... Oh, wow as soon as it gets wet you know we're like we're like what let's just hope today is not the day yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, we we're in harnesses and we clip in right so it's not, not like we're like just out there yeah well and and are those areas that you're primarily doing like you know most of those areas on boats are going to be white gel coat for the most part anyways right yeah so you yeah. you really wouldn't see a dust speck or something as yeah, much as much. like on a no. on a on a uh, darker colored or painted color or something like that. Yeah. I mean, our, our hardest thing to do with the PPF is actually to get wherever there's going to be um, like a line to make sure that that side that we're polishing out matches the same gloss as the PPF, which I've managed to do really well, but I could see like looking at some other people, if they tried to get into it, they wouldn't be able to match the two and you could see that definite line. So that's actually the hardest part of the whole thing. Where, it's not where the, P, the, the PPF <laughs> is more glossy than than what you're going to do polishing. Yeah. What really? Okay. Yeah, or lining, getting the polishing side, like in the coating side, to be like as smooth right. and as glossy. Gotcha. Like that's the hardest part, I think, of it all. Because especially with, I mean, we used S Tech on the, the last boat we did, and that stuff's pretty glossy. Yeah, you know, it's it sits up there pretty high. And so I can't even imagine because I've used Autobahn. I can't even imagine what's going to be like for me to have to grind into a boat and get it to that same yeah. level of gloss. Wow. But but that but laying the film is actually it's kind of like the fun part because you're just kind of like, hey, we're a shit show. Let's see what happens. And <laughs> you go. <laughs> well, you just it's probably. I mean, I would think, and 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 again, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. So take it as I, as, as however, but yeah. I would think like on a boat for most part would probably be a little bit easier than cars. Cause boats are more mm -hmm. generally flat, big areas. You know, yeah. you don't have like these little, like, you know, 
air intakes or you know little like yeah corner pieces or things like that like that are on a lot of cars that make it more difficult so i would imagine at least 95 percent of laying the film down is on flat air flat big areas and then the other five percent yeah might have some little funny things to to kind of have to work around yeah we had um we had on the roof we had a, a sunroof so that was kind of easy to figure that out but we also had antennas on the side so we had to figure out do we seam it together around the antenna or do we make a a hole a hole in it and then go over the antenna but i was like i'm not standing that close to the edge to put that over the top which i'm already too short right so we seamed it and then trimmed out the antenna and then we had a light in the center which we did um you know how they hang those like the door things at the hotel yeah so there's just a slit yep. in a circle. So we did that, and that's how we were able to line up the light at the front of the the hard top. Oh, okay. The problem we had with the brow is that we had three windshield wipers, and so the guy that was measuring, he actually had to climb the face of the boat. So he was measuring, but he only measured the middle windshield wiper and not the other two. So instead of having to come like at an angle like this, yeah, it just went straight across, and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so that was but but the cool thing about that couple that let us do the boat is that they're just like they just wanted the protection yeah they understood that there was going to be some things that needed to be like fixed up later on right if we wanted to do it but also what i did with the film is i let them actually go onto my account and they purchased the film themselves oh, okay. so they own that film like i didn't upcharge them or anything they just paid for our labor and they own that film so if anything comes off they already have the film for us to come back and do right it. right so i think in all of that like they bought 100 feet and we lost like eight feet of the 100 oh, okay. feet, which isn't bad at all no. considering yeah that. yeah so, so so are is ppf with boats kind of becoming a thing like it is with cars that when people buy new boats like they they go like all right i need to get this ppf and so they're asking you about that or is it more of like they're trying they're looking at how to you know, preserve it with a ceramic coating or something like that. And then you're, you're offering PPF as a, as an upsell. Well, I think, um, I can go at this in two angles. So I think in Florida, people are buying it okay. because they're like, Oh, I need to protect my boat Right up here. I'm actually having to, to like push a sale. And so if somebody's already coming to me for like a ceramic coating, cause I don't, I rarely do wax. I will do wax cause it's not broken. But if somebody's coming, they're like, I want a ceramic coating. I need to protect my boat the best way possible. And they have a hard top or they have something that's like primarily in the sun. I'm automatically going to start um, talking to them about PPF. Like th these are your okay. options. Like this is the best option for this part of your boat. We can still coat the rest of it, but this will actually help your boat in the long run. So it really depends on the boat too. Because I know okay. that if my dad agrees, I'm going to get his boat hauled out and PPF his whole boat. So Oh well, or I just won't tell him, and I'll just find somebody to drive it for me to do it. Because <laughs> yeah, his exactly. boat is old, we right. can't cut onto his boat like that much anymore because it's really porous. But okay. his boat looks really good, and we could PPF the whole deck and do the hull, and then it would last you know another like five ten years, if not longer, for him. Right. So, and that's the wow. the goal is to to minimize putting a buffer on gel coat. Because I, right. I imagine with cars, like whenever you're buffing, you're taking a layer away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and and again, clear isn't as thick as gel coat, so mm -hmm. you only have 
you know, a, a very, you know, small amount of times that, you know, realistically you can, you can cut away on that mm-hmm. um, before eventually you just, you know, cut all the clear coat away. Whereas I do yeah. know with boats, they, you know, gel coat boats and RVs and stuff, it is thicker. You can, you know, crank away on it a little bit more, oh, yeah. um, you know, without, without having to worry about that and everything. Um, so, so you, you said, you mentioned earlier about doing the uh, hundred and was it a hundred and something foot? Oh, it was- it was a 140 foot boat. It wasn't for foot. my company. I was working for somebody else. Yeah. So how do you get the call to, to do that? You know I mean? Is, is that, so, is that somebody that you knew that was just like, Hey, if you want to fly down here, like I got this big ass boat, I need some help on, or is that somebody like, Hey, we hear you're badass, and we, you know, would like for you to come down and work on this boat. On that one, I was actually specifically asked to come down there. um and so that it kind of worked out that way and then when i started working for the guy then i got to go back on that boat a few times luckily for me the um the first mate and the captain on the boat um were like just give us your information and we'll start trying to get your information out over the next couple years to people down here in like the bahamas and stuff and i was like cool and i told him i was like i'm going back home but they didn't like i still talk to them you know, to this day, yeah. like I still text them. I'm just like, yeah, I'm around if you know anybody. And um, they see my stuff all the time. But the, with that, with that project in particular, I mean, I was, that was totally out of my element. Like, you know, one never had a desire to go to Florida. And then I, then I, <laughs> then I was in Fort Lauderdale. Um, did I want to be on a, a giant boat? Yeah, that was my dream job. So in a short amount of time, I actually did my dream job and um, which is really cool. But also, I'm just like, I don't ever want to do a boat that big again. Like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, as cool as they are, and as, as yeah. may, maybe not down in Florida, maybe I could go to like and do like a Westport or West Bay or something like that. Or, like, right. you know, I, I don't, I just think, um, that boat, as cool as it is, and I've been inside it, I had the opportunity to go inside several times. Um, it, People in Florida can do that boat all day long. <laughs> like, I like, I like no, the boat. No, was it like. was it because of the the size of the boat, or just because it was here in Florida and you didn't want to be here in Florida? Uh, maybe it was the it was there in Florida and yeah. <laughs> that, but but I, I I love big boats. Like, I just can't. I don't want to say that because if Sydney listens to this, she's gonna crack up. <laughs> but the, I like I absolutely gorgeous and um they're the work on you just cut them up and just see like oh today i did this whole thing in pieces yeah so that that's why i like the bigger the bigger ones but but i'm also cool with like a 60 footer like that that's also (laughs) comfortable for me too yeah i mean that's still big i mean i mean i I know 140 is is pretty huge but a 60 footer is still like pretty ridiculous so was that the biggest boat you've ever worked on? No. So we had one out when I first started. I think overall they were the same length, like waterline. But I think uh-huh. the one out here was like 162. But I, I only washed that boat. I didn't I didn't do okay. anything out. Also, yeah. I was like, I can't. I, at that time when I first started, it was like January. No, like no crew. Like I'm just trying to like have my face on the dock and 
after right. that, I was like, that's no. <laughs> so fact, how many take care of it? Yeah. So how many people do you have working for you? Or with so currently you? I just have one guy with me. Um, okay. And I don't think I'm going to get any bigger. Um, if I did, I would probably reach out to some of the people that have already worked for me if I chose to go that direction. Um, some of the guys I, I had with me before were like absolutely amazing and I would bring them back in a heartbeat, but all of those guys have grown up and they're into their big kid jobs now. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. It's the worst if yeah. you want to get big God. kid jobs. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. The older I get now, the more I'm starting to be like, man, you know, I wonder what it would have been like if I'd have had a big kid job instead of yeah you know working at a car wash and detailing and everything for the yeah. last 30 years like you know could i pull off the whole office <laughs> thing you know or would i just want to get a bullet <laughs> yeah like, I, don't, I, I, I think about that like often like could i go into like a corporate world or i mean i already saw what happened when i went and worked for somebody else and that didn't work you know when you're yeah. used to making like yeah. you know a mid six figure income to be on the safe side, you know, but then you go down, you're not even making like five figures. You're just like, what is <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go. I'll just go wash all the boats. I need to get to where I want to be. I don't. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So when you do these big boats, like how long does it typically, you know, take you to, to do, um, I mean, I guess it obviously depends on exactly, you know, what all is being done, yeah. but like, what's the average time? Cause I mean, like most detailers, right. Like, you know, can spend anywhere from a couple of days to a couple of weeks, you know, doing a car. I mean, is it kind of the same thing with the boat or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so we did a 71 foot Norland. Um, we just did a buff and wax on that boat. And um, I think that took us three weeks, but we had some weather stuff because it was outside first and then it came inside yeah. and then the, they lot like just some weird stuff like power. So I think that was like three weeks on average. If we're doing a coating, I'm putting it out for like 15 days, but I might, okay. I might stack them. So it's like when we're getting to a point where we've laid coating, but we don't want to go back to that boat for a couple of days, we might go hit something else for a while and then come back. <clears throat> so um like a buff and wax usually since wax isn't broken i don't care what anybody says it's i mean they're so they just have to come out every three months for us to maintain their boat yeah know, three four months whatever yeah um you know that that's about like a week you know i can i could push okay. a buff and wax honestly i don't know i did i did a 52 footer by myself in 45 hours so oh wow yeah and that's a, a sedan and salon bridge style so yeah um but usually for a coating it's about 15 days like give or take depends on the surface it also depends how i'm feeling if i'm like yeah i'm here for a haul of like eight hours then i'm there eight hours and then there's some days where i'm just like yeah stub my toe i'm going home and that might be two yeah hours. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it, just, it depends i mean and there's some days where that happens where i'm just like that yeah uh, I mean, we it. set up, we accomplished a lot today. Let's, yeah. let's come back tomorrow. <laughs> like, well, it was so cold, no. like a couple, like in January, it was so cold before MTE. And so we get down to the boat and we're like walking to the boat and like our faces are just like, it's probably like 14 degrees outside and our faces are oh, just like freezing. And I was like, as long as my upper body is warm, I'll work. But if my right. upper body gets cold. Yeah. Done. You're done. 
And so yeah. it's like, we're in there for like an hour. And I was like, all of a sudden I'm just shaking. I was like, we're done. We got to go. Let's go yeah. right now. <laughs> and, and I would imagine, you know, especially when you're doing them during the winter time, they're, they're kind of Inside. put away anyways. Yeah. Right. So there Some is of them, kind yeah. of no real rush on it. Yeah, so sometimes there's no rush. Um, sometimes people like I like that the way that I've come about it now coming into business where I literally just tell people like, if you want me to do the boat, then we're doing it in my time. It doesn't mean that I'm going to take six months to do it. It just means at the pace that I need to go. I'm not rushing right. for anybody ever again. Um, that was like my biggest mistake. I, I think I talked about that before, but that was my biggest mistake is that I was doing everything. Like if you say do my boat, have it done by, you know, the first of March. I'm rushing in and panic to get it done then. And then right. it's not coming out exactly how I want it to. And so now I'm just like, yep, just let me do it in my time and it will get done. And so, and if somebody's like, well, I want to take my boat out, well, take your boat out. Just <laughs> let me know what you got wet on it so I can make sure to like clean it off and do what I need to to right. continue on. So oh, that's cool. I'm, so yeah. So you, you don't, you don't have any problems like letting them take it and come back mm -hmm. and finish it up and maybe have to touch up an area or two yeah. or something. No, I'm not going to hold somebody from taking their boat back. Because if I'm keeping it yeah. for three weeks, then by all means, take your boat. Just let me know what what happened and while gotcha. you were gone, if anything weird happened. Right. But I just I just don't want that kind of stress anymore on myself of like being held to somebody else. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just not fun for me. I mean, even the guy that like helps me out, he he's like uh, he has asked I think if we've had like set times, and I'm just like I don't I don't care like. Things things will get done. I care, right. but not so much that I'm going to stress over it, yeah, and potentially mess up my work because I'm stressed. I so, gotcha. It's very gotcha. different than how it was and how I see a lot of people run their stuff, which is kind of like we're on a deadline. This has to be done here. This has to be done here. This has to be done here. No, I don't. Right, but it's also kind of like you said earlier, right? Like you don't need to just bang, bang, bang. You can do yeah. one or two, three boats a month, and you're making more than enough money yeah huh. yeah i mean if it if it weren't for how i set up what my business now like i wouldn't have had the opportunity to take off the time that i need to currently you know to heal up from like my surgery and stuff and so uh, and i've i've seen that happen two or three before and then somebody was like well my boat has to be done and i'm like well i'm also getting cut into so you know there's some yeah. some things you gotta <laughs> pick here and I'll, I'll pick my right. health over, over any boat because they're, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. Well, listen, let's do our last commercial break, and then we'll come back and uh, finish off with a couple of questions. And, and yeah, we'll be right back. Cool. A detailer knows what a detailer wants. Aquatech is a company founded by detailers for detailers. Aquatech Coatings is a company that was founded on the frustrations that we all face as professional detailers. And that is why we set out to build a company that eliminates those frustrations, to provide excellent customer service, quality products, reliability, efficiency, products that check all the boxes as professional detailers we need and we want. Find out why so many detailers around the world are loving the Aquatech difference. Join our team today at aquatechcoatings.com. Okay, so these are questions that I ask everybody um, just to kind of see how everybody answers them differently or whatever. So I've switched them up recently. Um, so 
the first one is the Groundhog Day question. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Groundhog Day with Bill Murray, where he wakes up every day and has to live Groundhog Day over again. And no matter what he does, you know, he has to yeah. live it. So if if you were stuck in Groundhog Day and you made it past, you know, trying to kill yourself every day like he did and realize like, okay, I'm, I'm stuck here, whatever. What would you do to either better yourself or learn something or try something or whatever? Oh, if I had to live Groundhog Day <laughs> yeah, over and over again. God, I'm, yeah. so, I'm so boring. Um, I'm not about trying to learn anything new. I'll tell you that right now. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm over that. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't like start learning the piano like he did no. and like become like a, like a really badass piano player or anything. No, no, I'm mediocre and that's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, I would probably see how many puzzles I, I could do like in a day. So I'd be like, okay. how many puzzles can I do in a day? Um, or like what is the biggest puzzle so like actual do? jigsaw puzzles yeah. or like wordle type puzzles uh, or something like jigsaw puzzles like thousand two thousand i want like a, i'd yeah. love to be able to do like maybe i could do a six thousand piece puzzle or maybe there's a ten thousand piece gotcha. puzzle like yeah, I'm, I'm pretty boring or like okay yeah. how much would it suck if like you know all the puzzles are gone <laughs> you, you, you got like you got like two pieces left and then you wake up and it's the next day and, and you got to start all <sighs> over again right like yeah you know well i'm I'm trying to think like what else i would do like i just know myself and i'm not that type of person that's like i'm gonna yeah. learn something new i mean i might i might game every day like just consistently game because gotcha. i just like yeah. i don't want to do anything where i'm thinking or like okay <laughs> like i'm very bored you just that. know you're gonna wake up and yeah. it's gonna be groundhog day all over yeah. again tomorrow so Here we go. Yeah. i'll try to beat this level yeah. again <laughs> i got you um, okay, so the second question is the back to the future question. So you have full disposal to the DeLorean. You can go anywhere, forwards, backwards in time. Where would you go? What would you want to see? Oh, God, I think I would probably want to go back um, to, oh, there's my cat, to uh, 1998, July 1998. Uh, it's okay. when we moved on to our boat, and I would want to experience that whole thing but as an adult, because I know it as a kid okay. and it was very fun, yeah. but as an adult, I don't, it just seems, it might not be. well, I think it, I think <laughs> it is. I mean, I think about the stories that me and my brother tell about that trip and like how right. impactful it was for us living on the boat. And I just think like, like to actually see, was it really that funny or were we just right. kids and we thought it was funny? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, gotcha. I think that whole experience would have been pretty cool. Okay. Okay, and then the last one is what would be your death row last meal? Oh my god, uh, Korean barbecue. That's literally what I had on Monday before I went into surgery. I was like, "This is my last supper." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no joke. Korean barbecue or hot pot. And actually, in Fort Myers, there's a shout out to them: barbecue and hot pot. Probably like it's Korean barbecue and hot pot buffet for thirty five ninety nine. All you can eat. The best place oh. I've ever been to. 
See, sound, sounds like you're not hating Florida as much as you think you do. There's at least something down here for you. Yeah, there's a couple of things. That, but yeah, that would be that would be it. If, if it had to be one of those, it would be Korean barbecue all day, death row, last supper. Gotcha. Yeah. You sound you sound like uh, Michael McCarthy. Um, I don't I don't know if you know Michael McCarthy. He's uh, one of one of my buddies. Uh, he's in Destin, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is all about the Korean barbecue. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Sounds like sounds like him. <laughs> so well, listen, Angela, I, I appreciate you for coming on and and you know, thanks for, for volunteering tribute. Um, you know, I I, I did not want to have to like not get another one out. Um and you know, we'll we'll get to the guest that didn't couldn't make it today next week. Um, so thank you for coming on and doing this. Um, you know, it was really nice having you on, um, you know, a few weeks ago, a month ago, whatever it was, or I guess it was a few weeks ago, um, for the mentorship one I had, um, um, I don't know if you got any feedback from that, but I did get, you know, some nice feedback and comment sections and stuff like that messages and whatnot that, uh, you know, everybody, um, um, seemed to like that episode. So I appreciate you coming on for doing that one as well. So some has not you know heard that one yet go back and listen to that one it was only a couple of weeks ago but if they have not and if somebody would want to maybe reach out to you and talk boat detailing maybe if they're interested in getting into boat detailing because i know that during the mentor one you did say that you do kind of have a little bit of a mentor program or whatever so if somebody's looking to get into to boat detailing and, and would maybe be looking for a mentor um you know what what's all your ats where they could get a hold of you and everything so you can hit me up on instagram and facebook which is just elite marine protection um and i guess if you really want to hunt for me on my personal page you can find angela Ines gillum um Okay. Yeah. I'm open. Perfect. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again. Um, you have a great rest of your night because it's still early there for you, right? Yeah. It's about like four o'clock. Yeah, I'm about to go out to yeah. dinner here soon. <laughs> oh, nice Korean barbecue. No, I'm getting, getting hot wings <laughs> at the high. Oh, <laughs> so. uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So. All right. Well, cool. Will you um have some good dinner. Um, I will talk to you soon, and Oops. um. Take care. Yep. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. All right, everybody. So that's another one down. Um, So again, sorry about last week. It was a crazy week. Um, uh, I I know you guys don't, you know, really care how many I put out, but um, we're getting them out there. So enjoy this one. Please go like, share, follow, subscribe, hit that notification button anywhere that you are listening to this, please, I would greatly appreciate if you go and leave a review, five stars, hopefully, um, on Apple. Um, Feel free to actually write a review. That would be awesome. Um, And if anybody wants to be a guest, um, go to uh, detailsolutionspodcast at gmail.com and drop me a line, um, or you guys can shoot me a message in the discussion group if you're in the discussion group or if you follow me on Facebook or whatnot. Um, I don't really do a lot of posting. Um, I am on there scrolling a lot, so I will see if you message me, but that is it. I hope you guys have a great day, weekend, night, whatever, whenever you're listening to this. So take care, enjoy, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.